mandatory. It never picks up anyways. Not that great, eh? Beer's mandatory. Episode six. Six. Uh, John. I'm just gonna get the obligatory John reference out of the way first. We waited a little too long last time. Uh, no, we got on it right away last time. Because the last time before that. Oh, we, we had that huge two end. times ago. That's yeah. We had that whiffle turning. John was down. John was down. Uh, not turning. I guess it kind of was turning. It was like a fun time. It was a mega match. It was a mega match. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen 11 people play anything. That was the biggest Wolf match we've ever had. Ever. Ever. Um, it was sweet. Mike, your Mike decided to wear jeans to Wiffle Ball. Very odd choice. <laughs> Super strange and weird and odd choice, if you ask me. Um, he was on a tick guard. He was on a he, he not getting Lyme disease. Yeah. <laughs> um... So, I think this is going to be a beers mandatory first. Uh, Nick and I were talking about this. Uh, we're going to hit on the four major North American sports. Uh, so, we're going to talk a little bit about the Warriors. Uh, just how that... They just fucking choked last night. Choking uh, bird. Choking Warriors. Um, the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, like, I know, Nick, you're not that huge of a hockey guy, but I think you can appreciate, like, this is something that's never happened before in professional sports. No, that's pretty cool. It's insane, right? Like... Pretty cool. Pretty cool? Yeah. All right. Um, we want to talk a little bit about the NFL kneeling. I don't want to get too political or anything like that, but we're just going to kind of say our piece. And me and Tate were talking about the Jays. Uh, I thought they should have blown it up in the summer. And Tate was trying to say, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Uh, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I genuinely believe they should have blown it up, and we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, but I just wanted to get into a little bit of a funny story, um, as, as is common practice on Beers Mandatory. Um... So, I mean, I'm all for humans, you know, surrendering our lives to robots and our supreme technology overlords. I'm all for that. Uh, but until that happens, I still like to, you know, go into a bank. Like, when I have cash or a check, right? Like, I still like to enjoy, like, hey, talking to a teller. And, like, they're always so, uh, like, I'll just put a check into the bank. And they're like, you know, you could just do this on your phone. I'm like, I'm trying to keep you in a job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, better, you better stop talking right now. Um, but I just, you know, I'm thinking, I don't know why I do it. Because no matter what. Every time I go into a bank, there's just a really old and upset person at the teller screaming about transactions that they probably made, but just can't remember. <laughs> uh, when did we get fish and chips on, on the floor? It's like, why is this bank teller going to know what you did yeah. with, your, with your money, right? Anyway, we were just kind of laughing about it that, uh, but like, that kind of happens to all of us. Yeah, oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, like, happened to me. Yeah, every month you say your gym membership comes out, and you're like, I mean, like, just put the name that you have on the code. Don't just give right, it acronyms. Like, you drunk, dumb idiot. Yeah. <laughs> this is obviously, ha like, give me a note or a memo yeah. or something <laughs> like that. Oh, that's funny. Uh, tagline when you make the purchase. Yeah. Drunk. So you know, it's like, oh, I was drunk. I've definitely made it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, right, like, you should have an option on the card when you're punching it in to, like, throw yeah, D or something. Yeah. Could be millionaire soon. Could we get that? Is that, like, a software patch? Upload Jarvis. Can we get Jarvis in on that yeah, one? Yeah, maybe. Did you get that reference? Yes. Did you nick it? <laughs> Just sitting no, over there, not getting it at all. I didn't get it. It's an Iron Man reference. I don't uh, watch those. It's Iron Man, I believe. <laughs> Iron Man. Iron Man. Iron Man. Great. Fair Amy. Fairy Man. Great. Capitan. American. America. Uh, all right. So Las Vegas Golden Knights. Taylor. Um, very cool. Uh, <laughs> very cool. Shagadelic, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this has never happened before. This is a, uh, an expansion team. Like, this yeah. is their first year, and they're now in the Stanley Cup Finals. Let's just say shout-out to George McPhee, man. Yeah, he's a winner no matter yeah. what. Yeah, yeah. He built both franchises. Exactly, right? 17 years in the Capitals organization. 
first wow. year's GM is the Vegas Golden Knights, and you got the final. And you know what? Like, y you listen to a lot of media, and people will talk about how, like, there was no way Gary Bettman was going to let the Vegas Golden Knights fail, right? Like, it was kind of, uh, excuse me, the draft was pretty stacked in a way that Las Vegas could kind of get a good team, right? Like, they didn't want Vegas to go in with just a shit, like, Minnesota yeah, Wilder. it's more just Columbus uh, Blue Jackets. Circumstance team. of the teams. Like, I think... Wasn't every process the same for every expansion team? You took no, 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 no. Minnesota and Columbus were just like the teams got to select the people they gave away. Yeah, that they put up for expansion. So like every team's like, are oh, we gonna keep all of our best players and here's some fucking scrubs, right? Oh, there wasn't like a limit on who you, how many you could. It wasn't like a seven forwards and three defensemen. I like that format. I think that's pretty. I fair. think it worked out well as yeah. well too, right? But then there was also uh, there was no limit. Like you could just protect whatever you wanted kind of thing, right? Like, you had to submit a certain number of people, but it wasn't, uh, you could only protect this number of people. Oh, so if you have a stacked forwards... So, like, you could sign a bunch of free agents on a one-year deal, or two-year deals, and then put them up for expansion kind of thing. Oh. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, Kind of, uh, not set up for success, right? No. Um. I didn't know that. But so... Still, kudos to the Knights. Yeah, you, they, I mean, <laughs> you have to win the games, right? Like, Marc-Andre Fleury. Again, another Capitals connection. That guy played two game sevens in his career in the postseason um, against the Capitals. Shutouts in both games. On the road. Yeah. So another wrinkle and like, it's pretty dramatic, nice little storyline. Well, like, right? Flurry, man, for, uh, like, man, shout out to him because he usually disappears in the playoffs and he is, like, the best player in the playoffs. Bar not. Yeah. Uh, Without him, Golden Knights are out a long And, time like, ago. you know, it's funny, what was it? It would have been two years ago after their first cup with Matt Murray. Pittsburgh tried so hard to trade him. Yeah. And everyone's like, I don't know. Yeah, then he ended, up, he ended up playing the majority of the year the next year. Like yeah, he, exactly. He won the... Like, I, that's why I disagree. I don't think he necessarily disappears in the playoffs, right? Like, he did he's last on, year. They, he started the playoffs. They benched him for Murray, and Murray won the cup. Because Murray just played lights out in the playoffs, and he cut the job. No, that was two years ago. No, last two years year, ago, Murray, Murray started injured. the entire way. Last year, Murray was injured in the first round, and Flurry played up until the second round. Yeah, because they benched Flurry and put Murray back. Yeah, but Murray wasn't playing bad, Flurry. Flurry wasn't playing... Oh, my God. <laughs> Flurry wasn't playing bad. Flurry didn't even touch the playoffs the year before. That's true. The year before, very true. But I wouldn't say that's so much Flurry being bad. I would probably say that's more champagne problems. You have two great goaltenders, and Matt Murray is who you were riding. Well, I don't know. Flurry was a high draft pick playing top of the game, one of the best goalies when he first came in the league. If you keep that up, you're, Matt Murray's not around. Like you're not losing your job. Mm, I disagree. I think that's irresponsible of a team to say oh, we have a guy right now, and even though he's like 31, 32, he's still got, in theory, a couple years left, to just not draft and develop and scout the next guy. No, he's not, not responsible. No it's, no, it's not talking about not drafting him. It's just yeah. you trade him away. You've already got your guy. Why would you take a bank on this guy who you don't know what you're going to get from him when he's like got this high potential around him? It's like, uh, example, Martin Jones, uh, Jonathan Bernier. These teams got good trades for guys that weren't proven. Jonathan Bernier flamed out. Martin Jones is doing pretty good. You do the same thing with Matt Murray if Flurry keeps playing at the peak level he came into league play. Interesting point. For sure, I see your argument. I'm going to aggressively and respectfully disagree with you. <laughs> um, but mostly aggressive. Uh, <laughs> I, I was saying, I think this is possibly the worst thing that could happen to Las Vegas if they win the Stanley Cup in this first year. Now I'm just going to bear Why? with me. Why? Yeah. Just bear with me. I'm going to get right into that though, buddy. Um... So, the number one thing, so when the when are the Oakland Raiders going to Las Vegas? 2020. 2020, 2020 right? So, 
the NHL had 2018, 2019, <clears throat> 2020 to secure its legacy, right? And, you know, they win a cup this year. That's great. You know what? Like, and they've proven, like, they're selling out. Like, it's not... Like, the number one thing was uh, maybe all the tickets will be bought by, say, a hotel or something like that, but then uh, they buy 100 seats, but no one shows up in those seats kind of thing, right? Like, that's not happening. Vegas is filling the house. So say they win the cup this year. Everything's great. Next year... And you know what? They have $24 million in cap space next year. They probably can go get Eric Carlson. Um, they have a lot of ton, a ton of draft picks, right? But say they don't win a cup for the next five years. Say they win a cup this year, don't win a cup for another five years. At some point, the crowd's going to be like, oh, why am I going to a hockey game when the Raiders play on Sunday? I go to a Raiders game. If I'm going to a sports game this week, I'd rather go to a Raiders game. It depends how the Raiders, yeah, depends are. How the Raiders are playing. Which I figure, don't know though, man. In in South people Southern will West, go watch. But I think how many it, real fans are going to be there? There's just going to be people who are in Vegas and want to go see an NFL game. I would like, say that the there's core like Oakland Raiders fans, like yeah, like for the like, teams that have already relocated, like the Chargers, and there's like a lot of bitter people, and it's going to take years for them to build their fan bases back up. So you're a an American from Idaho, some shit like that. Okay. You're a, you're a flyover state in America. You're just a stereotypical American. No you're, sports teams. Yeah, no real, exactly. You're, yeah, <laughs> you're, you have no allegiance to any teams because yeah. you just don't have sports teams. And you're flying to Vegas. Yep. And you're on vacation with your family. You guys want to go to a sports game. Yep. Are you going to a hockey game or a football game? If you're American, so you're probably more inclined to go to a football game. Right? Just because it's their culture. Exactly. I also right? think through the weather. Like, it's going to be nice weather outside. People want to be outside, outside, not outside. In the dome and That's ice. what I'm saying, right? Like, yeah. if the if the Las Vegas Golden Knights built to this and, like, every year kept t- tantalizing a little bit more, then, like, in their fourth year won a cup, right? And then they're a contender at that point. I feel like it's peaking too early, right? Like, maybe well, you don't know. Like, to, uh, we don't know. We don't you don't know. think that they're going to be a contender next year, then? Is what you're saying? You think they're going to be, they might win the cup this year and then they're flamed out? Oh, no, no, absolutely not. Like, I, I think they have cap space. I think they have good young talent. But, so William Carson scored, what, 42 goals this year? Is he going to score 43 next year? Is he going to score 60 next year? So they've set the standard real high. I think they've set it, uh, to quote us, aggressively high. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't think that... Like, you, you need prolonged success over the first five years. Like, for a sports team, you're in debt, and especially in a market that's not traditionally... Uh, hockey bound or, or anything like that kind of oriented or anything, right? Yep. And you peak in your first year and everyone likes, oh, that's great. But sports, as many coaches as know, as Dwayne Casey will know, it's what have you done for me lately? So for say sure. in three years, you know, they've had two second round exits and a first round exit. Extremely, they're on a very short leash, coaches. So true, right? So true, right? But I think like a new team in that market, and also forget about sports. When I'm in Las Vegas, honestly, still, like... It goes gambling, shows, drinking, sports. Like, I'm sorry. I, I don't now think... with the sports that, like, a lot of that in Vegas definitely is tied together with the gambling. Uh, oh, now that it's got legal. Yeah. Oh, sports betting? Oh, yeah. true, you know true, what I mean? true, 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 yeah. Well, I guess it's going to be by each state now or something. Like, that illegal, yeah, federally. Yeah. It's federally legal. It's how, like, Canada's done cannabis. It's legal across the country, but each state has to deal with it uh, Yeah. how they want to. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sports yeah. betting. Great, great call, though. But, like... Maybe that's a new wrinkle, right? But, so say I'm a compulsive gambler. Why would I want to go watch the game when I can just bet from a bar? Which most people would do. Right? Like, I, I and I do think they'll be competitive. Like, I was listening to uh, an article. Uh, an article. Like, you like it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> an article today. And uh, they're saying, 
who's more like if you had to pick one team, who do you think is more likely to make the playoffs next year, Las Vegas or Toronto? Yes, I think both would be the playoffs next year. I exactly. I agree. <laughs> I agree. But if you have to pick one, who would you say based on how you know, years and years of history of how the game of hockey's played, who would you who would you say? I would I, say, I put my money on Toronto. I would say Toronto too, right? You have a bunch of twenty one to twenty two year olds learning the game, getting a little bit better, incremental growth, right? I just also think the Eastern Conference is a little bit easier than the Western Conference. Very true. Very true. For sure. All great points. I I'm, I guess what I'm just saying is I think Las Vegas is kind of maybe plateaued a little bit too high. I think the best thing that can happen for them is lose the Stanley Cup, come back motivated next year. Really? You don't think that, like, winning the Stanley Cup, that's like that's huge, man. Like, the city's going to erupt. Like, I don't know. I think, like, you win a Stanley Cup, you lose... You lose in the playoffs next year, like, oh, whatever, the first expansion team exactly. ever to win our Next Stanley year Cup. you lose in the playoffs, it's whatever. You still have that first-year Cup, like, hangover, right? Um, but then you lose in the second year. So now you have two straight second-round playoff losses. And then the Raiders are in town. And then you're out in the first round. And the Raiders are, you know, Derek Carr is, like, stepping into his prime, right? And all of a sudden the Raiders are a little bit better. Well, and then you're The fit- Raiders are technically on, a on an upward projectile. Upward. Is, it, is it reasonable to... Just because you're a Raiders hater doesn't mean... No, but really, like, do you really think they're still trending upwards? I think they're trending upwards. Well, okay, so after, like, they were trending upwards. I think it's up in the air, really, right now. They kind of went like this. They went down. Trending up in they the went air. Down. They're either going to go up or down. I think they're fucking in the middle right now. I like the moves they did besides their draft. <laughs> I don't know, man. Gruden's been kind of whack. Yeah. Why? Why do you say that? I don't know, man. You signed a bunch of dinosaurs. You oh, fuck, yeah. Talk about your dinosaurs. Up. It's Could like, you uh, imagine if there was actual dinosaurs? Like a Jurassic World meets NFL. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Style movie. I'm just half joking with the dinosaurs coming, but... No, that's what... Yeah, I'm all for it. Raptors like, are on the ball. You can't tackle them. It'd be like a Space Jam scenario with football <laughs> and dinosaurs. Oh, that'd be uh, awesome. We'd have to bring back, like... Is that a movie? Sanders. Is that a movie? Uh, is that... It is now. Are we writing this? This will be copyrated in the yeah, exactly. You can't the issue with that is you can't circle around one dominant athlete. Like, you need, like, a whole team of athletes. But I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> Think about, like, the, the locker room with, like, the starting 12. Yeah, like, who's going to be, like, the monsters? Like, what star do the monsters have to beat, you know? Tom, Tom Brady? That's so funny. Of course it's Tom Brady. <laughs> of course it's Tom Brady. I'm out of this project yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, <laughs> or, uh... Get Shannon Sharp involved. Yeah. Like he would totally be. T- he would definitely be the monster tight end. Yeah, for monster sure. Tight end. <laughs> I think we're now like really confusing metaphors into this movie. Um, <laughs> but we're gonna well, about space, space Jam. So I guess it'd be a dinosaur going to our way. A dinosaur. Type I would say that the dinosaurs are the monsters. Like, Did you see what uh, Shaq said to Aaron Rodgers? No. You're on the two yard line. Two minutes left in the game, or two seconds left in the game. I'm your tight end. Do they call a run play? Do you. Do you uh, check out and throw me the ball, or do you run the play? <laughs> what, what, do you think, what do you think Roger said? Fucking throw it to Shaq. Oh, yeah. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> throw that ball right to Shaq. Actually, he said 92 Shaq or 2018 Shaq. <laughs> I would still toss it to 2018 Shaq. Yeah, he, he, said, he said Shaq no matter who. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like, I, I, I understand points, and oh, a good buddy of mine and ours, uh, Rich, he'll, he'll have some interesting thoughts to say. He'll probably call in. I mean, I don't know how our call-in number works, but... We don't really have a number. Do we have one? I guess this will be like after the fact. going to be your number or his number or my number. Hey, Grant Nick, <laughs> fuck you. Um, but I just genuinely, like from just a business standpoint, from a, from a like what have you done for me lately standpoint, I think if you win the cup now and then don't do anything for five years and the Raiders come in and are marginally good, the general American market, if they're 
I see what you're saying. If they're picking between a Golden Knight game and a Raiders game, they're picking the Raiders game. Well, that just so yeah. goes shows like why like that's you're pretty much just saying why is their team in Vegas at this point? No, it's doomed well, to fail almost because you have a football team coming there, so they're always gonna they're gonna win no matter what. Yeah, but I mean, that's like true. football teams in ho- like there's a lot of hockey t- uh, cities and football cities, and like I think each yeah, other. Tampa Bay that like they have a big following come playoffs. Throughout the regular season, they don't sell out. The Lightning? Yeah. Uh, I think they were doing pretty well this... You, you, I see what you're saying, but years past... I've been in Florida before where like I was... Florida's like... Dude, Tampa Bay Lightning hockey most, tickets are dirt cheap. I know, man. I, when I was there, they said you could go there for like... I think it was like for 30 bucks. You could get your ticket at a decent spot in the arena. And that also came with like a hot dog, a beer. Yeah. Like, I just want packaged. people to come. Yeah. I, I so was like, in, when you're in Florida, most people there, it's exactly. like... Why are you like, going to the watch a hockey game? I was in Florida... Um, Stamkos was there. It was like 2011 or 2012. You so went to... I went to... Oh, like, and St. Louis and stuff? I, it was Saint like... 20, yeah, like St. Louis would have still been there. But, yeah, exactly, right? Like, and I went. So, like, this was not a bad team. Like, they had made the Eastern Conference Finals. They've already got a cup to their name. Stamkos is there. Hedman's there, right? The ticket was like $18. Is it back on their... You were in Tampa? Their sick jerseys? I was just outside of Tampa visiting, like, uh, my grandpa's brother-in-law or something like that. Or like Clearwater or St. Peter. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. Nick it was. knows the Florida geography pretty well. I know that. I know that <laughs> yeah, area. Yeah. I know the area. It was like it. an old person. Like it was predominantly an old person community. A lot of them are like yeah. just like retirement trailer parks and stuff. But he was, and then and it's also like yeah, that's exactly what it was. It was yeah. a retirement trailer yeah, yeah, park. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's tons of them. But hey, man, if you ever move there, just don't become one of those crazy Floridian, Floridians. Floridians? Yeah. Floridians? You hear about a new one in the news every day, and it's always something ridiculous. There's a great radio station. I've never moved there. Yeah. There's a great radio station <laughs> I listen to that they play a game. It's called OTF. And it's either... So they play, like, a crazy, ridiculous story and make you decide if it was Ohio, Texas, or Florida. <laughs> oh, God. And it's, it's so funny. I bet Florida almost... 90% of them yeah. are just like, yeah, that's Florida. <laughs> Um, I don't know what's wrong with those people. It's a sun man. You can't deal with it that long. Yeah, it makes you crazy. <laughs> it's fucking cooked. It's cooked it. All the salt water in the they're, sun. They're Quinn cooked out there. Yeah. <laughs> um, don't shoot. But, uh, so, yeah, I mean, you know, but, like, kudos to Las Vegas, right? Like, if they, I don't know who I really care. I think it would be cool if Ovi got a cup. I have no real bad feelings or good feelings towards Ovi. If he gets a cup, great. If he I'm okay with whoever wins. I like, At I this agree. point, I'm okay. I think Ovi the okay cup, I'm cool way. with Vegas Golden Knights, unreal story. I just think, though, yeah, it might be like the worst thing that could happen for Vegas is winning a cup this year. Like, but What like, if they follow up with a cup next year? That's what I'm saying. Like, Say you, you lose in the Stanley Cup final this year, go Western Conference finals next year, win the cup in your third year, then like you've now had three straight years of oh, edge of the seat. I won it, I won it, I won it. Right? Like, even the casual American... Like a, the casual American that lives in Las Vegas will be like, oh, I want to be a part of that, right? But if you win the cup now and then you just flame out for the next five years, do you yeah, also? It depends think... on how you flame out in the playoffs, right? Like if you're going a seven game series, like you're still gonna have that edge. If you're like, getting swept, then that's when you lose that. Oh, wait, we got swept. Yeah, you know what I mean. Fair, fair, fair. Also, not to be like discrediting the success they've had this season, but. It's one of those scenarios, unfortunately, where, like, if they did win the Stanley Cup this year, and already actually has happened, like, how many real true fans of Vegas are there going to be? Because people are going to hop on the, all over that bandwagon. So true. You know, new team, they won the Cup, everyone yeah. is going to be a Vegas Golden Knights fan yeah. uh, next week. But just because I'm buying a Vegas Golden Knights hat... They have and, a cool logo. Yeah, for sure, but just because I'm buying that hat doesn't mean I'm shilling out 
the tickets or the money for the tickets or anything like that, right? No, this is true. Yeah. I don't know. I think they will be successful, personally. I don't think Gary Bettman does anything without making sure that it's going to be smart, but I think if they win the Cup this year and then they don't do anything for the next five to seven years and the Raiders come in and are marginally good, they will have cemented themselves as the second best team in Las Vegas. Yeah. Where I think if they built up to it and in their fourth year they win a Cup, they have a legitimate argument to say Vegas is a hockey town. I also think that, like... I don't know, I think winning a cup is very significant. Like, if you win a cup, like, you always can go back to that. Like, you got, like... That's oh, true. Ovechkin, if Ovechkin wins a cup this year, I don't care about the last 11 years. Exactly. He's won a cup. I don't Even, care. Even, like, Toronto Maple Leafs fan. You talk to Toronto Maple Leafs fan, you talk about, like, Stanley Cups, you go, like, where have you guys been? And then you always bring up, we have this many cups, right? Yeah, second most cups, exactly. Yeah. It doesn't matter, because you're... Second most cups! You're talking doesn't matter, because that was back in the 60s. Yeah, so true, right? Yeah. But it does bring solace to the fans. Yeah. So I, I mean, it's Buffalo one? <laughs> Foot's in the crease. <laughs> Foot's in the crease. Um, that was for you, Rich. That was for you. I, I know you've been uh, a fan of beers mandatory since the beginning, and you wanted more hockey talk, so... So does John. Hey, so does John. So does John. John commented about that. Yeah. <laughs> so here you go, boys. For John and Rich, whatever. Um, so I made a, a Quinn Cook reference. Want to dive into the Warriors? Let's do it. Um... Warriors choked hard. They've choked hard for the past two games, but they've choked very hard. Are you okay? <laughs> I'm, choking. Uh, I'm choking. I'm Warrior choking. Uh, warrior 2. Warrior 2. Um, Chaturanga! Warrior 2. Warrior 2. Um, lean back. Lean back. Warrior 2. Alright, now just fucking spin your body around. Yeah. Do like a backwards reverse blank. Okay. Um, up, down. Chaturanga. Um, warriors choked hard last night, man. Like, it was it was a sloppy game to watch all the way through, right? Like, Houston was playing defense in the fourth quarter again, but, like, it was just people missing shots. Like, Katie missing open shot. And James Harden went 0 yeah. for 11 from the three-point line. Ew. I know. Yeah. James Harden goes 0 for 11 from the three-point line. You should not be in a close game. You should not win the game. You should, exactly. You should yeah. blow <laughs> right out of the Warriors. You should be blown out of the... Um, I know you had some thoughts about... Uh, I'm gonna get into my kind of, like, overall analysis, but I know you have some thoughts about, like, Kevin Durant and how he's sort of playing, right? And they're kind of getting away from the Warriors' way. Yeah, he's playing too much ISO, man. He's got to kick that ball out more, get that ball moving. And that's how the Warriors win, man. They, they got so many weapons. Like, he's got to find the open guy, keep passing it till the guy, till they collapse on one player, and then open three, open shot. And that's the thing, right? Like, as soon as he passes the ball and everyone's collapsing, then he can play ISO. Yeah. It's just, like, it seems so oxymoron. Like, and he's, like, the, a top three basketball player in the world. Yeah. And he's, Easily. he can't seem to put it together in the past two games, right? Actually, it's all like, series. Well, you, you hear that, uh, you see a clip of Steve Kerr telling uh, Kevin Durant to trust his teammates, and then he goes on the court and doesn't pass still, and you see uh, Steve Kerr yelling from the bench. Like, he's going crazy. He's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Pass the Russ. fucking ball. He's playing Russ all of a sudden. Um, for the past two games, the Warriors have had more turnovers than assists. For Ew. a team that's led the NBA in assists over the past four years... Past four years in the regular season, the Warriors have led the league in assists per game. Uh, past two games, have had more turnovers than assists. Um, there was a two-on-one in the fourth quarter with Clay Thompson and I think our friend Quinn Cook. Um, <laughs> a two-on-one in the NBA is oh you th- oh, okay you know what? Um, what I thought it was a shot at Quinn Cook, but it's not. We'll get there. <laughs> uh, a shot at Quinn Cook. Shot Quinn Cook. No. Don't shoot. <laughs> Don't do it. Um, two on one with Clay and Quinn Cook. Um, PJ Tucker back. Trevor Reza back. Like everyone. Like there's a couple of players on Houston that can play some defense.
one. So, like, there's a tough oh, yeah. defender back, for sure. But it's a two-on-one. Like, you should be able to get a layup off a two-on-one, yeah. right? Like, Nick, me and you have run two-on-ones before playing pickup, and I have the utmost confidence you're hitting that layup. I'm having the utmost I think confidence. it's more of a give-and-go. I'm at 85% <laughs> confident Nick's hitting that shit. I'll take that. Um, but what they do is, and I get that Clay Thompson's one of the greatest shooters of possibly all time, probably all time. They have a two-on-one. Clay goes out to the corner. Quinn Cook kicks it out to him in the paint. Clay fakes guy out and misses the three. You go from having a potentially layup yeah. to missing a three. Like, in a close game in the fourth quarter. And now the Quinn Cook miss. Oh. I, oh. <laughs> um, so Chris Paul, is about 50 seconds left or so, takes a bad shot. Like, I'm sorry, plain and simple, it was a bad shot. He goes into the lane uh, against Quinn Cook. Um, gets off a bad one-handed shot. Misses completely. Uh, t- does something to his hamstring. Like, we haven't heard yet anything. So like, He said he's out game six. He's done, eh? No, not done. He's out. He's done. He's had, he that, had hamstring injuries all season, man. I think the, they're... Because Chris, Chris Paul told you he's playing. Yeah. So I think they're keeping on game six. What did Chris Paul tell me? Not oh, you, that's but right. Like, he was texting me all the other day. <laughs> CP3, if you ever want to be on the podcast, 100%. you're welcome. Yeah, you are yeah. welcome, baby. No, but I think the whole st- strategy behind it is they're going to keep him out of game six. Like, still hope, obviously, they're just not trying to lose or anything, but that way maybe they can concede, have him healthy for game seven if they game, do yeah. lose. Maybe concede game six if you have to. Yeah. Let him rest um, a bit so he's that better, like, more full health, I guess. Like, but I don't wish that upon Chris Paul, like, to finally get to a Western Conference Finals, right? I know, right? Man. Like, It's a shame. A great player, right? Like, you, you want, and, like, you could see it on his face. Too, I'm right? rooting for Chris Paul. Me too, me too, right? Like, you could see it on his face, uh, because the Warriors go back the other way. It's a five-on-four. We're going to get there. But you could see it on Chris Paul's face. He's just, like, a fierce competitor that's hopeless. He's just, like, my team is playing five-on-four against arguably the greatest offense <laughs> in the world. It's just, like, what chance do we have at stopping this? Um, so Draymond Green... Dives to the net with the ball. He's driving. He's got Clint Capella on his side. Um, maybe if it was Kevin Durant, I'd say take the layup. But I can kind of, excuse me, I can kind of see what Draymond Green, like, I don't think he had control of his body. I'm like, maybe he gets the shot off, but maybe it's not the greatest layup in the world. Um, so he kicks the ball out with 40 seconds left to Quinn Cook. Draymond Green's on the court with himself, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson and Kevin Durant, and he's kicked the ball to Quinn Cook. Uh, there was actually this great little shot I was watching highlights. Um, <laughs> Quinn Cook's mother was in the stands, and she had a look on her face, and she you could read their lips, and she was saying, "Don't shoot, don't shoot." She had like her hands on her head and was saying, "Don't shoot." <laughs> well, like Draymond Green kicking out to Cook is fine, but Cook just don't shoot. Yeah, <laughs> you, you're playing five on four. Chris Paul is yeah. on the other end of the court. It's forty seconds left. It's ninety five, ninety four. Uh, you have 17 to 15 seconds left in the shot clock, right? Like, there is no need or reason. Like, like obviously, he's the one that's not got a guy on him. Yeah, yeah, that's fine, right? So you then drive. you drive. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, you're down by one with Chris Paul on the other end, upset. He's like, I'm conceding a point. Yeah. Like, this is happening. It's not like you're trying to get back from, like, a, down five. You need three. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Uh, Ridiculous, man. I... Uh, I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. I was How much minutes does Quinn Cook get next game? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I don't think Quinn Cook can ever like leave the locker room ever again. Um, 
That's and his then, poor basketball judgment, I find. So then they go down, and they're down by two. Trevor, or, yeah, Trevor Ariza hits his first, misses his second. Steve Kerr calls his final timeout. Uh, they do a play. Steph Curry looked a little rushed. Like, he gets the ball inbounded. Um, he's going up. Oh, and how it happened was Draymond Green rebounded the ball off the missed free throw and passed it to someone, and then they called the timeout. So that means they can't advance the ball. They have to take it from the backcourt. Oh. So it's kind of like, ugh, it was badly set up. So Steph Curry's going up, and he seems a little Back pain. management. Yeah. Or I think the refs blew the call. Like, I, Draymond Green was going, timeout, timeout. Oh, he's, like, they, falling oh, out of bounds. Okay. He's like, timeout, timeout, timeout. And they don't call it, and so he has to pass it so he doesn't fall out of bounds. Right. Um, what, yeah, that's terrible. But Steph's, like, he's panicked. He's got a defender on him. He's got Eric Gordon on him. And... Like he's Steph Curry, like you got the ball handled, right? And he gets panicked, throws it off to Draymond Green. Draymond Green takes his ball, his eyes off the ball at the last second, misses the catch, hits off his knee, turnover, game's done. And it's just like, and that to me too was not a Warrior play. No. Like that's you guys are championship content, but I guess you know what? Like you you play so many fourth quarters where you've blown a team out by seventeen points. Yeah. Maybe you don't know how to play in a tight nitty gritty. Also, so maybe true. just like you're used to it, so you forget about the little things. And Draymond Green's looking for the pass before he even gets the ball. He's looking to make a play before he's got yeah. the ball. So true, man. So true. But uh, yeah, Warriors choke, choke that game away. Choke game four away, but choke that one away bad. Um. So what happens? Houston uh, go, going to seven or six? I said I say Warriors in seven. Man. Warriors in seven. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I don't know how I can. Chris Paul's healthy. Keep seven. Don't doesn't change. No, because. He's not 100% healthy. There's no... You can't... You can't recover from that. Hamstrings are a bitch. Oh, yeah. yeah he missed 100%. 20 games with uh, hamstring, knee, and ankle injuries. I feel like hamstrings linger. Oh, yeah. Quiet Leonard. They don't want to get better. Quiet Leonard, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, do we want to make a prediction on Boston and Cleveland tonight? We're actually going to probably tune, put that game on after... Uh, what time is it start? 8.30, so we're... Missed about a half an hour, so we'll probably catch the second half. Yeah, it'll probably... I think it's LeBron... I think he's, he's going home tonight. Wait, where's the game? Cleveland? Cleveland. Ooh, no. It's going to seven. Going to seven? Yeah. <laughs> and then what happens in game seven? I think I think Boston wins. You said last week that Cleveland was going to win. I know. I couldn't bet against LeBron, but Boston? I, if Boston playing their team basketball, like... And they do it at home. Yeah. Better than anyone. Exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. like... They're uh, in Boston game seven? Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't. That, that's why I favor Boston. If Cleveland was home field, a home court advantage, I'd give it to Cleveland. I think Game Seven in Cleveland. Yeah, sure, hundred percent. Nick. Cleveland. In seven. Oh, so you, you were the opposite. We just switched roles. I. Yeah, because Cleveland came back, and I was like, okay. Yeah. I. <laughs> I don't want Cleveland to win. It'd be cool to see someone else there. Really would, really would. I think Boston would be like a if hell it was like Houston and Boston. Man. Houston and Boston would be a hell of a finals. Yeah, yeah, I know John's a big fan of uh, hoping to see that. So what about Golden State and Boston? No, Golden State crushes them. Do you think Cleveland has a chance against Golden State? No, no one has a chance against Golden State. I don't. Do you think Houston. that Houston's the only one that can take? So you think Cleveland or Boston can take Houston though? Mm, I think yeah. whenever the West wins the finals. Yeah, I agree with that. But I I don't know. I wouldn't I wouldn't put it against Boston against Houston. I would I would say that's a seven game series where I'm very intrigued. But it all depends on Chris Paul. But we really think it's gonna be like Cleveland and Golden State. Just fucking will, man. Like, fucking, <laughs> fucking existence. Um, I do not want that. Me neither. But it's probably what the there. majority of people want to see again. Yeah, exactly right. Like today, movies are not made with like 
the small groups in mind, they're like mass produced for the masses, right? Like I oh, feel yeah. like that's what the NBA has become. For like, sure. People want to see Steph and LeBron. Exactly. Let's do it. They want to see the stars. And that's why, if Cleveland wins tonight, and that's a big if, because like no one on that team's doing anything except LeBron James and Kevin Love to an extent, but no one on that team's doing anything. Corpus sometimes. Up. Well, did you see Knock in game Ashton Kutcher? Bootleg Ashton Kutcher. That's hilarious. Kyle, bootleg Corver. Um, did you see what Tyron Lue said about not playing Kyle Corver in game five? No. So Boston didn't play Sammy Ojale. Oh, yeah, I saw that. So yeah. Tyron Lue didn't play Kyle Corver. Yeah. He let Sammy Ojale, a rookie, who's try to spell his last name, bet you you can't. Um, he let exactly. Nick just had like a very pondering look on his nose. Yeah. <laughs> um, why the fuck is Tyron Lue, who people say is a good NBA coach, which I'm unsold on by the way. Me too. Uh, LeBron coached that team. Man. Why are you letting Sammy Ojale dictate your coaching plan? Kyle Korver is your best offensive weapon, outside of LeBron James yeah. and Kevin Love, right? Like, but George Hill and J.R. Smith had three combined points that game. Ew. Just starting backcourt. Three combined points. <laughs> Starting back. How did they sweep the Raptors? Yeah. LeBron James, man. <laughs> How did they sweep the Raptors? I bet Dwayne Casey's still up at night asking himself that question. Um, How did I win coach of the year? Apparently he's, uh, no, he's front runner one, but for Detroit. Yeah, for Detroit. Right. Front runner for the, the Detroit Pistons. But uh, that was so different. It's going from like a two man backcourt to a two man frontcourt. Yeah, I. I, I, another article I was listening to today um, is Dwayne Casey at the like the point where he could say I don't really like that job. I don't think I don't think I don't think I would. Do think he has to take what he gets. What's on the table? No, I don't think he needs to. I don't think I he needs personally to. don't think he needs. He to. could say a year to coach. Like he doesn't have brand name because he's in Canada. I get that right. Like he doesn't have the Brad Stevens. He went to coach of the year though. He will. I think he has it now. What? I think he has like that brand name now. I don't think he needs to just take this Detroit Pistons job. Today. No, me neither. I don't think so. Either. He's going to make $6 million from the Raptors this year, take a year off. Next year, there'll be another uh, crop of coaches that didn't work out. They'll get fired. True. Get another job next year. Yeah, I you can take a year off. I, I wouldn't take this job. This does not seem like an NBA. Like, if I was a coach like Dwayne Casey that's ready to compete now, I don't feel like that's uh, the team for me. No. I think it's a poorly built team. Like Griffin and Andre Drummond, can they coexist? I don't think so either. I think two bigs can coexist, but I don't think those two bigs can coexist. Well, Davis and Cousins kind of proved it. Exactly right. Um, but I didn't think they were going to coexist. When that first, that, it that took a while. First happened, it took a I was while. like, this is a nightmare. It took a while, but they were good. They matched. They did. Also, I don't think DeMarcus Cousins is going back to the Pelicans, but we'll talk in the summer about that. Uh, I wouldn't mind. <laughs> That'd be sweet. That'd be amazing. Uh, you'd have to, <laughs> get a, JV you'd have to be a one-on-one, though. I wouldn't. Don't be giving them a four-year deal. No. It's a one-on-one. He'll get a four-year deal, so, though, and he'll get more money from Dallas. Dallas will get yeah. um, but anyway, sorry, Nick. I think I agree with you that if Cleveland wins tonight, Game Seven, the league wants to see LeBron in the finals again. LeBron, I think, just, just, I think it's hard I think to it's, bet against. I think it's he's hard to bet against. His numbers are insane in a Game Seven, but I also, from a ticket sales standpoint, from a broadcast standpoint, from a TV commercial everything standpoint, you just make more money. Selling LeBron James and the Boston Celtics. I'm sorry. That's no, a man. I that, no. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. That's a no, dude. Corruption of leagues to no, make dude. Teams certain win. I. I'm sorry, no, man. But what, no, but that's pretty much I, what it is. I. That's a fact, dude. No, I'm so sorry. That's a fact. I disagree with it. 
right, he's just fair. discrediting everything that LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers may do just due to that fact that you think is no. They need to get there. They need to get themselves there. So they gotta win one game and that's handed to them. No, because say then the Celtics come out in Game Seven and play like they did the first two games at home. That's what I mean. So how does this league make sure LeBron makes the finals? You can't unless you throw a in a tight game. You can. Basketball is the easiest game to manipulate. It is. LeBron James starts getting foul calls. You say it's like a two-point game down the stretch in the fourth quarter. LeBron James is going to get some foul calls that would never have happened in any other like at any other time. If it's a seventeen points, no matter what, if it's a game seven in the Eastern Conference Finals or if it's a regular season game, he gets calls more than anyone else. No, not more than anyone else, but like he gets calls made to him. I think easier. I'm sorry. I think in a close game, if the NBA can influence it to get LeBron James back into the finals. And that's not to discredit Boston, because Boston, if anyone's going to fucking punch him in the mouth and say that's not going to happen, it's the Boston Celtics this year. But I think... I could see it coming down to, like, a LeBron James buzzer beater, and he misses it, but then it's a late whistle. Like, you know, I hate that when, like, a player takes a shot, misses the shot, and then the whistle's called. Yeah. They're like, oh, if you had hit that shot, we weren't going to call a foul. Yeah. But you missed the shot. Like, <laughs> But so, okay, here you go, right? yeah. Um, so I gotta say in a game seven, if it gets there, I'm gonna go Caps as well, too. Yeah. So you think Caps take game six, though? Like, would it? Yeah. I do think Tonight. Caps. Tonight. Which we're gonna get to. Very mandatory. Um, NFL kneeling. Nick Tay, I'm gonna let you guys dive in a little bit. This Just what are your thought processes? Like, about the fines? Yeah, that now it's a rule. I think it's bullshit. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm a, I don't wanna get too, like, I, racially charged or anything, but... It's a political thing, but, like... Uh, I don't know, man. Like, they should have full freedom of expression, and I that's really... literally. Their, I mean, the... what their First Amendment? <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. I mean, I'm not American. Um, Where do we live? Like, so, so I can't really fully speak on it, but like, I don't know, man. I feel like that they should, if that's what they believe, then they should be allowed to do that. And like, it's true. Like, I watched a video last year, and it was floating around. There was like some like 95 year old war veteran and it was a, just a picture of him and some his grandson had posted the picture on twitter and it went viral but basically it was a picture of this 95 year old man like when all this controversy was going on last season and it was him kneeling and he's like and the guy t- that tweeted it his grandson said that like my grandpa said that these young men have every right to kneeling yeah. like, that's what we fought for it's like that so when someone like that says that it's like who is anyone else well, to say... If someone says... I'm to, sure there are war veterans that are like... Think that is wrong. 100%. But it, it all comes no down to... No one agrees 100% in everything. Like, I'm, exactly. I'm going to stop right there, man. And say, this has nothing to do with supporting the, the troops. But that's nothing. What, that's what is concerned. But that's a lot of people's issues. And, and I know, right? But a lot of people I, are fucked. I don't get that. Exactly. Because like, I don't get it. Your president is telling you that's what it's about. That's, that's right. so true, man. That's, <laughs> well, I don't want to get... We're, we're going down a... That's what it yeah, is, That's so true, right? But... Like, she's got everyone brainwashed, man. I'm not kidding. Um, I just think, like, podcast, it's just this bro. league is, like, uh, they're just exerting their power. Like, they've done, like, you couldn't celebrate. Like, that's an like, act of free will, too. Like, I'm yeah. going to dance after I score a touchdown. Yeah. You couldn't do that for the longest time. Well, I think it's pretty telling. So, Tay, uh, so of all the, some owners uh, abstained their vote, so they didn't want to put a vote out there. Um, the Jets owner said he'll pay the fine for only Jets players. Let's clarify that. Great guy, great, great call. But I think it's very telling that the only owner that voted no that this shouldn't be a rule is the San Francisco 49ers yeah. GM, right? It's very weird. Do you think, especially with the, like, you must think that the Jets must have abstained then because if he's going to pay, like, why would you vote? Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, I want um, to fork over some money. Do you think the 49ers, or do you think then Colin Kaepernick's been blacklisted by the NFL? 100%. 100%. You get quarterbacks You see some of the signers, some right at this like, point, all right, come on, man. But we don't know, man. Like, Colin Kaepernick could have been offered contracts that it's not to his, like, what he wants to I don't pay. think he got offered any of them. Yeah, he definitely didn't get offered. I don't think no one contacted him. Yeah, no, he had sit-downs with the Seahawks. And he went but to I don't know if there was ever an offer. Yeah, that doesn't mean... Yeah. Well, I don't know that either, but, like... This, I, like I what I'm saying is you can get a quarterback out there for I, probably cheaper than what Colin Kaepernick wants. Dude, dude, dude. And he's gonna Colin, be your, they're going to be your Colin backup. Kaepernick's not... Bro, I'm, I'm all ego. Give me the money, man. Like, that guy's giving millions of dollars away... No, I know, but you, you get a quarterback. You, that guy wants to guy to, put in, com- to compete with the other guys, right? You're going to give him the league minimum. Yeah. You think Colin Kaepernick's going to take a league minimum? I think he wants to play football. John Gruden just traded, like, a seventh-round pick for Christian Hackenberg. Yeah, that guy's a project. <laughs> project? He got drafted, like, years ago. Two years ago. Hackenberg? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Because Gruden was super high on him, like, and he always has been. Makes sense for the trade, then. <laughs> for only a seventh? Okay. Yeah. Well, like, he's, uh, like, super raw, man. He came to the league super raw. Like, he didn't really... He hasn't done anything. He's in, I think he's played one game. He's got a huge cannon of arm. He's, like, I feel like he's a... Like, Josh Allen is exactly what Christian Hackenberg was. Mm. Except... Except Allen had all this hype around him. I think it's... Kaepernick probably will, probably will be better than Kaepernick. Kaepernick's better than a lot of quarterbacks that currently have jobs. Exactly, right? Jobs, like, but is he better than any starter? I don't, wouldn't say maybe, you know, that's to argue, but I don't, I don't know, man. He hasn't played football in a while. I think, I think he's definitely worthy of a roster spot. I agree. Judging, judging based on, like, last season he played or whatever, you think he could start in this league tomorrow? Well, like, he could with an injury, but you think, everyone stays healthy, he's a starting quarterback on someone's team, on which team? You put uh, him right now in, well, I think Tyro's It's hard to say, but... like, you're saying if he didn't have the time off? Like it's hard for someone to be off from football for a few years and then just come back and yeah, but this guy's still training. Like he's like he's still keeping fit. And I, 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 those I think we're scenarios. I think like, we're getting away from the point of that. That's it's kind of horseshit. That that's now a rule that yeah. you can't be on. Like yeah, also, no, it's, I, it's, I, yeah, it's fucked. It's just them exerting their power. It's like yeah, we don't want you to do it. So this is what we're gonna do. You can either stay in the locker room or we're gonna find you. It's stupid. Yeah, it's kind of dumb. Um, guys, I. This is a beer's mandatory. First, first. Johnny Menzel. The yeah, I love CFL. It. We're throwing the CFL in there. <laughs> I love it. Where I work is a sponsor for the Tiger Cats. Oh, so yeah, I get, like, yeah, Tiger yeah. Cat tickets all the time. That's awesome. I know. I'm like very put excited. On a show, man. Very excited. Yeah. I think it'll be pretty good in Hamilton. Just in the CFL in general, it's gameplay. Like, just matches that. <laughs> Johnny Menzel said he wanted a fresh start coming to the CFL and get back into football. Wait until he gets to Hamilton and sees what everyone's like there. Yeah. <laughs> He's already there. He's going to be partying I've, with all the people. I have made a huge mistake. Yeah, June 1st is their first well, he's game. already fucked then. June 1st is their first uh, <laughs> exhibition game. Yeah, they wanted to play. Oh, yeah, they do start early, eh? Yeah. 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 They play for the summer. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's awesome. I think it's... It's amazing. Great, I think it's great for Johnny Manziel. People are going to love it. I also oh, think it's yeah. great for the league. Like, it's I think it's great, yeah, it's good for the CFL. It's not just the Tiger Cats. It's just the CFL. Yeah, but I like this in Stug Flute. Yeah, dude. Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams. Yeah, yeah. But still, or that's Ocho like Cinco. 2002, right? Yeah, but those guys, like, Ojo Cinco went over, but, like, I don't think he, he played, didn't do anything. He did nothing. I don't even think he played, did he? Did Ricky he Williams was probably the last one to come over that actually kind of made noise. That did anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's awesome. Hey, best of luck, Johnny. Like, I, I think, Nick, that's hilarious. I've heard some hilarious jokes about, like, uh, <laughs> 
bars on Lock Street now have bottle service because Johnny Manziel's in town <laughs> and stuff like that, right? But uh, good for him, good for the league. Best of luck to him. You know, he's yeah, had some cool. He's had some legitimate mental health problems. I hope he gets right? it together, figures it out. That'd be sweet. Plays some football. He, he's had legitimate mental health problems, and just from my experience with Lauren, who's close to me, obviously. Well, close to me. I guess we've been together for six years. I've... I've grown to like her. Uh, <laughs> There's uh, this girl. Yeah, she's all right. Yeah. I've, I've really warmed up to the idea of her. Um, <laughs> but I just passed a lot to him. Like, really, I, I can't stress that enough. I really want him to uh, to succeed, and I think it'd be great for the Tiger Cats, great for the league in general. Might catch, might catch a couple Tiger games, Tiger Cat games this year. I'm gonna, might, yeah, might, get yeah. might, get no, free, might steal some free tickets for us. How about that, boys? I should do anyways. I'm so in. Yeah, I'll snag some tickets. Missoli's going to be the start of the start. Yeah, it's his, exactly. He's yeah. still dropped to lose. Still his job to lose. Yeah. But, uh... It's mid. So only played pretty good last year. At the end of the year. When he took over for Claros. Uh, what were they, like, one and... Oh, yeah. 16? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did win one game, right? Yeah. 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 It was against the Argos on Labor Day. It was wow. yeah, after, like, a two-and-a-half-hour uh, rain day. I was at that game. The Tiger guys go from, like, pretty much making the Great Cup three years in a row, and then... That's the CFL gem. I know. Like, that makes no sense. It's kind of awesome. Yeah. Um... Argonauts were the worst team in the league, like, and then they Dude, win the they win fucking <laughs> Grey Cup. Like, you could win the Grey Cup if you go, like, 500. <laughs> it's so true. You have a chance. You just don't have a chance. Yeah. Well, there's, what, like, nine teams in the league and... And eight. No, uh, the oh, Red Blacks. Ottawa, the Red yeah, Blacks. Yeah, yeah, I think it's, like, yeah. what, eight teams make the playoffs. It's like, this is insane. Yeah, literally, it's, this like... makes no sense. I think it's, like... It's 16. Not eight. Six. Yeah. I think it's 16. Only, like, two teams don't make the playoffs. Yeah, it's, like, this is bizarre. Um, and then Jays, me and Taylor. Guys, Fistport. Kudos, beers mandatory. Kudos. Covering our bases, real. no pun intended. We went major. Oh! Just saying. Um, oh. Maybe one day we'll cover soccer. Burr? If anyone remembers that. Uh, where are we from? <laughs> Who knows? Where do we live? Um, Jays, I think they should have blown it up in the summer. I said in the summer that the only reason they went out and got those additions, like the veteran pieces and the veteran bullpen... And I liked the additions. I thought, like, if you were going to put a competitive team together, this was a good competitive team to put out there. But I think they should have blown it up in the summer. You, you're never going to get as much as you were going to get for Josh Donaldson, Jay Happ, uh, Justin Smoke in the summer. Uh, you probably could have gotten something from Marco Estrada. Now his value is completely depleted. I mean, well, obviously... Estrada was a... They resigned him. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, like, if, yeah, I, I get that. You wouldn't have traded him, right? Um, but, like, I, I don't think this team was going to compete this year anyways. And Taylor was saying everyone's just mad about Vladdy Guerrero, right? Because you want Vladdy Guerrero in the That's line. what they like, each of the signs and everyone's Vladdy Guerrero. I wouldn't have even brought Vladdy Guerrero up this year if they did blow it up. I wouldn't have brought him up. I mean, obviously... You with them hitting right now? I hitting? wouldn't. I wouldn't. He's well, making a mockery of uh, double, a, double A. Double A. Double A. Put him up to triple A in June sometime. Let him make a mockery of that. And then next year, he's your opening day third baseman. Because here's the thing. He is not MLB ready to play third base. He's MLB ready to DH, for sure. But right now you have, like, Steve Pierce and Kendrick Morales who can't, who are costing you money but can't hit, or can't do anything but hit, right? Yeah. So, like, why would you bring another guy up that needs to get at-bats to grow on his development? He's 19 years old. He turned 19 in March. Like, why would you waste a year on his contract, stunt his development just to get him at-bats in the majors? I'd rather him play down in double-A, right? Like, win a championship with a team, right? Learn that feeling. Learn, you know, like, going all the way through a series and winning a championship. So I think even if they blew it up this year, they sent out Donaldson or something like that, you can get one-year placeholders. Stroman, Sanchez, Osuna, 
uh, are a good enough and young enough rotation that you can bring them back next year as a competitive team. But I think Stroman and Sanchez are probably the worst pitchers right now on their team. And Osuna's not playing because of his uh, domestic. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it's like that's that's shaky right there already. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I guess. But so two years ago, Stroman was garbage. Last year, Stroman was awesome. Two years ago, Sanchez was awesome. Last year, Sanchez was. Garbage, right? Like blisters, blisters. Yeah, blisters. blisters. Got blisters yeah, on me. Yeah, but then when he did came back, he was, remember, he used he to play, He pitched like half a game, then he got blisters again. He's like, God, no, they're going to But do you remember no, the year they before? him because he was getting destroyed. Yeah, he went out for like the next yeah. month. He, I think, only started eight games last year. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, yeah we saw sense. him against the Houston Rockets. Houston Rockets, Houston Astros. I would love... We've talked about too many sports tonight. I, yeah. All five, all five <laughs> the big ones. I would love... And that's from basketball, too. We were talking about that. If you could do, like, interest sports. That'd be awesome. That'd be fantastic. The Houston Rockets are up at the plate. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. That'd be bizarre. James Harden. Just throwing basketballs and they have to hit it with a bat <laughs> or something like that. Um, the walk-up songs would radically change. Oh, so true. Yeah. So true. <laughs> be right. all rap. Yeah. It's all like... Yeah. Um... But I think they should have blown it up, but I think the only reason they didn't blow it up, and this is the disadvantage of having a corporate owner. There's pluses and negatives to having corporate owners and individual owners. I think the only reason they just didn't blow it up is because Rogers said, oh, we actually like selling 28,000 tickets a uh, regular season. Like, we like seeing on a Wednesday night that we've made one, two million dollars from our take. Or like, you know, half a million dollars. They still fill it, eh? No. Not no? This year. It's bad this year. Really? Right? Because I remember last year they were still filling it. Exactly. Because the, you know, the, the Jose Batiz was there. You know, like uh, all those guys were there, right? Like they were still excited. They were coming off two ALCS uh, series in a row, right? Like there was still that excitement. Yeah, there. true. And I think that Rogers wanted to capitalize on that again for short term profits, but I think it was detrimental to the long term uh, success of this team. I don't know, man. I see what you're saying, but uh, I just feel like I was still hope that they were going to be all right this year. Yeah. Oh, I agree. I liked every move they made in the offseason. You know, once Rogers said to them, "You have to go and be a competitive team," I liked all the moves they made, and the pieces are decent. Like I was fine rolling in with what they had, giving a shot, and if it's not working, then why away I, by deadline? Why I wasn't fine with it. Is because doing that, you're not going to get the same value you could have got for. You still get value. You'll still get value. And like you said, we run, like the Jays got so many players coming up, man. That Solarte guy is playing lights out. Yeah. Um, Oscar Bo- Hernandez, that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, Bo Bichette and yeah, and got, next yeah. But here's the thing, Pilar still. Did you even after all the moves? And I'm like, I like all those moves. I thought a bunch of things needed to break right for us to compete against the New Yankees. York. Boston, Boston, Los Angeles Angels, They're, the Houston yeah. Astros, yeah, no. Houston Rockets, yeah, Houston. <laughs> like I thought, so many things needed to break right, and I liked all the moves. I'm like, these are good additions, but I'm like, do I want to bet that all of these things are gonna go right? Man, the Jays is like, it has to land perfectly for them to be in a year where the Red Sox and Yankees lose all their huge signings. I think they could... Go through their, like, three-year rebuild. <laughs> I think they could have eaten it this year, got, like, did what the Yankees did two, three years ago, traded away all their players, got back a bunch of young, almost MLB-ready players, and plugged them next year, and been competitive next year. But I don't think they can do that. I think it'll still be two years before they're competitive. Is Boston and New York not relatively young? Oh, yeah. Boston and New York, yeah, got, got their young pieces. Yeah. I mean, they, like... 
like they've always just bought players for the longest time, and then they had like they each had like their like too many rebuilds, but they rebuild so quick. Yeah. But what they because did was they have what they did was as the, well as what Graham's saying. They sent out a bunch of veterans, got back a bunch of like 22, 23 year old, a year away from being MLB ready players, plugged them right into the roster, and were golden. But they also have the money to go out and say, yeah, we're gonna give this superstar. Uh, yeah, David Price, give, come here for two hundred seven million. Yeah, John Carlos Stanton. John Carlos yeah. Stanton, come here. Yeah, we can roll this chat. We're gonna trade you away, and then we're gonna get you back. And yeah, sign you on a fight. Exactly right. Like, like they still can do. The Jays can't do that. So no. the Jays had to go based on youth. And look at teams that are doing that. that Jays are not based on youth. Jays are the oldest team in the MLB right No, I know, but I'm saying really? what you're doing. What, doing what yeah. you said. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, they doubled down on it when I was just like, you could have eaten this year. And yeah, it would have sucked. Your your bottom line would have suffered, Rodgers, for sure. You're gouging us on fucking cell phone bills, but, you know. Yes, your bottom line. Yeah, I get it. No one's have uh, cable anymore on their home. you got to make it up somewhere. I totally get it. Shareholders, that's fine. But... For the long-term success of this team, it was detrimental. Plain and simple. I think you eat this year, you could have been a competitive team next year. So, I mean, I think they're definitely going to make some moves uh, this offseason. Come, come, come the deadline, too. Deadline, yeah. yeah. If they're, well, not, exactly if they're right. not close within a wild-card spot, then Dalton's gone. All these guys are talking about it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure they're going to be. No, I don't think they're the way they've been playing lately, though. But they were playing good tonight, actually. Caught a little bit of the game. They were playing good at the beginning of the year, too. Yeah, that's true. It's one in one in Porter always said, he said, May, the Jays are notorious for just having a brutal Garbage month in May. Just fucking awful Mays. Yeah. Just terrible. Great Junes. Oh, and even in the beginning of the year. Yeah, great Aprils, April, great Junes, yeah. and then like 500 ball the rest of the year. Terrible Mays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally. Just drives them <laughs> to the ground. Makes no sense. Um, we, uh... We quad sported that, guys. Well, the CFL you know, throw it in there. Is that what that is? Quintuplets. Quinjet. Quinjet. Four sports, five leagues. Ooh. Ooh. Beer's mandatory. Well, oh, I don't know. Canadian football is different than American football. That's five sports. Yeah. True. Five sports, five leagues, three it's friends. It's mainly just bringing up Johnny Manziel, but... Hey, we talked about it. Hey, they play three downs, man. That's way different. That's tough. They also play a way bigger field. Yeah. Bigger ball. Yeah. Extra, different game. Different game. Extra guy or le- one less guy? Extra. Extra guy. Yeah, total guys. A bizarre sport. We'll just do it bigger up in Canada. Yeah. We're better. Oh, we give you less downs to do it. <laughs> it's a fucking way harder <laughs> game, yeah. No Actually, one, to be honest with you, no one watches, but let's make watching, it harder. I prefer watching four down football, but playing, I prefer playing three down football. The quality of NFL football, well, I mean, there's no, I, a lot of annoying things in NFL football but like that they like, need to figure out. Like me, like no, not even the politics, just like where they're at in terms of I'd, uh, I'd be very what's a penalty and what isn't a penalty, what's a catch and what isn't a I'd catch. be very curious to read the rule for uh, pass interference. Oh, it's totally subjective to the ref. <laughs> you mean, all calls are subjective. Yeah, like we said, we always talk, like we talk about fouls and basketball. I'm sorry, though, no, man, but there's some things that... Are objectively wrong. So, like, if you're subjective on this call, you are objectively wrong based on a rule. I don't know when you well, like they make their subjective calls based on the rule. So that's why I, I I don't know, man. Like the more and more I think about it, and it's definitely for baseball, but I I can see the argument for letting cameras like call the game and just refs being there to uh, to watch them call it. Like, man, who's oh, gonna want to watch that? You're gonna have to go up every single time. No, no, I'm saying it's happening on the court, right? So let's say a foul happens, the ref blows his whistle and it's happened. A camera's already spotted it, and like a sensor goes, like, call that foul, kind of thing. Like it's a control room with people watching on the computers. 
watching it on cameras. There's definitely so the team, There's though? definitely more people than what you see on the court watching the game and looking for. Yeah, but what's the difference of having one guy in the in a control center but call a foul or a guy it's in the not ref one guy, call a foul? It's not one guy. So how do you have come to a conclusive de decision to make this instant call like that? So it's a good point. But it goes back to the thing I can't stand where someone shoots a jump shot and they've missed and then the foul is called. Yeah, but like, like, I think that's you can't take you can't get rid of that almost. You absolutely can get rid of that. If it's not a well, foul. You can't just buy people calling if it's not a game. if it's not as soon as a shot goes up a foul, it's not a foul a second later when it yeah, misses. I, I yeah. Get it. Aggressively? Eh, passively. Specialty Whoa. of tape. <laughs> Specialty of tape. Um we're just gonna end it off here with something. Uh, I'm no longer friends with Nick's mother. We're at a four-way stop and I was waving at her and she was just enjoying her conversation with her grand or with her mother. What a jerk, eh? Um, Beer's Mandatory Episode 6. It should be up on Castbox. Uh, She's this weird guy waving at me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't really fucking like that. Drive, drive, drive. <laughs> um, we hope you enjoyed the high production value we put at the beginning of this episode. Drum loops. Drum loops. Nothing at I think we're actually going to change this to drum loops and just make this a drum looping podcast. Yeah. We'll I'm, have it play through the entire length of the podcast. Just to annoy everyone. <laughs> All we can talk about beer's mandatory mixtape. We haven't already? <laughs> we're going to do that. It's in the works. Beer's mandatory uh, mixtape. Uh, thank you so much. Enjoy your weekend. Stay cool. Cheers. Stay safe. As well.